The Die Hard Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Russell Rudge by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting, picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it. But they're free to play fantasy betting contests over $30,000 up for grabs. Go to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my fellow diehards, Rob, Justin, the Philadelphia Eagles go down to Atlanta and come away with a, a, an amazing, a, 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 a defining victory in the Nick Sirianni era, getting off to a great start, taking care of the Falcons 32 to six. It, it was uh, early. Yeah, it was a little bit up for grabs, but really that second half didn't let up any points in the second half. Jalen hurts looked legit as we all thought he would Sirianni coached a great game. So many things to get excited about. We're going to hit on all of them today on the diehard Eagles podcast. Justin, get me excited about this win scale one to 10. How jacked were you? Oh, I mean, I was super excited. It was uh, just a relief overall. Uh, the fact that we were able to, you know, win the first game of the season going into Atlanta, regardless of how good that team is, it always seems like it's a struggle for us. Um, we had a good sense that Atlanta wasn't that great already this season, but um, it, you need to know if your team can beat bad teams in, in order to even, even know if they're going to be a good team. So I was happy that they were able to win. Um, happy to see Hertz out there, you know, uh, playing a great game overall. Uh, he really impressed. Uh, it seems like a lot of uh, people are walking back some comments. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> of how they thought about him, Sean. I know you put down a little bet on him for MVP. Little meaning a lot, but uh, and I'm sure you'll touch on that. I love it though. Um, but yeah, even not even just hurts. I mean, the team in general, man. That blocking. I mean, that was the biggest heart on right there was just the, all the blocking that was taking place, you know, my just crushing people, you know, for regular to score that one touchdown white side, apparently, I mean, we knew he, he was decent at blocking. That's why he's been there. But I mean, Jesus, he looked, he looked awesome too. So um, overall, just a great game, just as a whole uh, broad comments wise right there. The buy-in felt 100%. I was watching the uh, games in Las Vegas. I, I spent some time with the over at the Circus Sportsbook, hanging out with their buddy Derek there for a little bit, watching the first half. And, and a guy who I just met, you know, no skin of the game, was watching some of the throws by Hertz and go, "This guy's really good." I go, "I know. I'm telling you, maybe he's good <laughs> enough to top 
Chris Sims top 40 quarterbacks. We'll see Rob so much to be excited about. So, so many thoughts on the game, but uh, where are you at with this big W? Wow. What a game guys. I mean, I, I am still amped up. Yeah, uh, it's, um, it, it's so amazing to, to watch that unfold. I mean, anyone who listens to this podcast knows for weeks now, been pretty high on Sirianni, like everything he's doing. And it was just, you know, one of my biggest takeaways was the moment did not seem too big for him. He came in there. He had a very cohesive game plan. The offense looked good. It moved the ball. I was seeing guys get open. It looked like, you know, aside from some penalties, which we'll touch upon um, the offense looked great. You know, Gannon, he scared me a little bit. Those two first plays, I thought we were going to have to you know, call for his firing five minutes <laughs> you, into the season. Rob, you but, did call for his firing. Uh, no, I said not quite, <laughs> but I was thinking about it. Um, but no, he bounced back. A, a, a crazy stat about the defense that that I saw um, online. I didn't independently verify this, but um, let me just find it right here on my list. It's something in the final forty-four minutes and fifty-two seconds of the game. Atlanta ran one play in Eagles territory and that was Matt Ryan's intentional grounding in the second quarter. I mean, that's pretty fantastic from a defensive perspective. There's, there's just so many stats here that are, that are just unbelievable. I do want to give a special shout out to Justin's boy, uh, JJ Arthago Whiteside, who not only got the start by the way, who saw that coming? the guy was in there at the start of the game, but apparently was pro football focuses number one yep. graded rush blocker at any position. Yeah. I mean, who, again, who saw that coming? Just unbelievable. I think it was a total team effort. Um, th there's some great stats on Hertz. I, I think we'll touch upon, but I mean, look, it wasn't perfect, but I don't think anyone saw that coming as a way to start the season. Yeah, certainly the, the group chat was lighting up. Uh, what the hell is going on with the defense early on? They, they just seem to let the Falcons drive all the way down the field back to back times. They, they tightened up what they had to. And then that was about it. I, I I'd love to dive deeper and see what, if anything, they did adjustment wise, but I was really surprised early on because, yeah. again, like why I was high on them coming in this game. I thought offensive line, defensive line, they'd be able to push them around. And we certainly saw that in, in the third and fourth quarter, but the first quarter, the, you know, the Falcons outgained us yardage wise by a lot. Kudos to the Eagles and Eagles defense for coming up with big plays when we had to. And to me, uh, you know, feel free. We'll go around and give our play of the game. There's a bunch of good ones. You know, the, the throw to Goddard, the throw to Rager, you know, even that sack at the end, that was just a fun exclamation point to uh, kind of taking down Matt Ryan and the Falcons. But the fact that Devonta Smith, the first catch he had as an Eagle was just a sweet, sweet touch pass from Jalen hurts. It, it just felt like, okay, this season's going to be different. Cause we saw Falcons drive down, get that field goal. It's like, okay, we got a little lucky holding them to a field goal, uh, but not good. Just like the, how easily they got it. But when they hit that touchdown, I go, oh man, I'm all in. I was rocking my Devonta Smith Jersey felt good. <laughs> it, it was a sign. I made the right Jersey choice. Everything was uh, clicking there. What about you, Justin? What was one of your uh, favorite plays of the game? 
Yeah, Sean, I'm with you with that Devontae Smith TD and the fact that, you know, it changed my thoughts about the season immediately because we had, you know, drafted these receivers the last two seasons. And, um, you know, they're still there, but things haven't quite panned out, as you've seen from Rager last season. But Devontae there with that TD catch, just to get, you know, the monkey off the Eagles back with him. But other than that play, I mean, I guess the biggest one for me was just that first third down stop that we had in the red zone to hold them to a field goal. That was another just kind of season changer in my mind and, and a page turner as far as, you know, turning the page from Peterson now to Sirianni, as Rob pointed out earlier. And, uh, you know, Gannon uh, as well. Uh, the fact that we were able to hold them on a third down, we didn't let up the touchdown. It seemed like they were just going to go down Cruz score and then we we're going to be, you know, behind the eight ball right away, trying to make up seven points immediately to tie it up, but uh, it changed the mojo of the season. I feel like right there, it showed that this was a new season and it showed that the defense could at least may, uh, play decent against their team to start. Yeah. And you nailed it there. I, I think also for me, the turnovers, we didn't turn the ball over. We got one from the Falcons and man, that, that defense was so close to having way more turnovers, even some pick sixes where it's like, Oh man, just a hair off. So I I'm excited for the potential ceiling of the defense. I think there is some things got to be a little worried about, but Rob, what about you? What was the, was there one play that you thought kind of your, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could pick about 20 plays because I was so amped, but um, you know, one, I think we should touch upon. It was great to hear Devonta after the game on that play. And I'm not going to pick this one, but they asked him, when did you know he was going to have a touchdown? And he said, when I saw it was man. So Love the confidence, uh, the confidence he had not only in himself, but the confidence that Jalen would hit him. And that was a pretty pass too. He lofted it up there. Nice. It, it does seem like Hertz has the ability to throw a nice deep ball. And I did just see an extra stat just to, before I get to mine that Hertz, uh, I think from pro football focus was graded the fifth best, uh, QB in terms of deep passing at 92.7 or 92.1, something like that. So I'm optimistic. That's something we're going to continue to see, but as to my, uh, my favorite um, play, I got to go with the Goddard touchdown at the end of the half. And I'm going to tell you why I think we have struggled for so long as an Eagles franchise with time management coming down the stretch, two minute drills. And I think really it goes back to Andy Reid. That was something that he's always struggled with. He's always criticized as, as great of a coach as he is for his time management. I don't think Doug was really fantastic in in that area. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, it really seemed like when the Eagles got that ball back with whatever it was, maybe a minute 30, a minute 45, something like that. um, Maybe it was two minutes, but they, they really had a cohesive plan and Hertz really executed that offense. uh, You know, fantastically, he ran in a few instances to extend the plays. I like seeing that. Um, and then a lot of credit to Goddard on the player two before that touchdown, he fought to get out of bounds and that really saved them having to call a timeout. And then that brought us to that touchdown throw to Goddard. And I know some people are going to say it hit the ground, but who cares? Didn't get, didn't hit the ground. He caught that thing. Um, but I'll tell you why I like it. One, he threw that a little bit on the move. And if you look at the breakdown and I just sent this to the thread before this, this um, uh, podcast when Hertz threw that ball, Goddard was in a total different spot. So he made that pass with the anticipation to an open spot 
with the trust that Goddard would know to move and make that pass. And he did. And he made a, he made a hell of a catch. It wasn't an easy catch, but it was a throw to a tight window and he made it. So that that's why I love that play because it shows that not only could Hertz find the open receiver, but he could make a throw with the anticipation to get that touchdown at the end of the, at the end of the half there. Can I just uh, piggyback on Rob's point there with the two minute drill. And I just wanted to point out with Sirianni, I, I just wanted to, to say, I, I think he's got a lot of guts there because you would think that um, Miles Sanders would have started off that two minute drill. And if you noticed Gainwell was in to start and they knew they needed to put him in because he has the better hands. And I think, you know, with a rookie coach, he's going to go with a more seasoned running back there. But he knew that Gainwell was the guy and the fact that Hertz might have to dump it off. And I, I just think it was a, a great, a great option and a great uh, decision to make there by Sirianni. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the coaching out of Sirianni top notch and it was just, it was just so fun to watch. And, and to Rob's point too, as well, Hertz was hitting guys in strides. Like they, they were getting yards after the catch. Cause they were, he was hitting them in stride. They didn't have to slow down for the ball. They didn't have to bend over. And, and we saw that so much with the Eagles screen game last year, where Wentz was struggling with touch passes and with short uh, passes, and it was just throwing up the momentum of the, uh, of the entire offense. So felt so good to get a win. And, and a lot of people, the people that are saying, Oh, it's just the Atlanta Falcons. It's just to win by 26 on the road in the national football league is pretty hard to do. And it's not something that happens a lot. So I mean, totally all over the Eagles. I of course was betting live over at the uh, win in Las Vegas and you don't have to go to Las Vegas to uh, bet via the win. They are now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. Again, it's the excitement of the win Las Vegas online sports betting and casino play. Let's go baby boosted parlays in game odds. And of course the best part of risk-free $500 sports bet just head over to wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap promo code SGP, where you can buy and sell real sports bets. Of course, I am sitting on a Nick Sirianni coach of the year. And, and just alluded to the fact I did get down on a Jalen Hurts MVP price over at the win uh, before we flew back. I was telling myself I should go do it on Saturday before the game. I got drunk. I couldn't walk all the way over to where the win was. So I did it today on the way out, but luckily for me, it didn't move that much. And I don't know what it is. The national people, maybe, maybe not a lot of people had that game on. It seemed like Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, they were kind of getting the national shine, but man, this uh, Jalen hurts MVP ticket. It uh, it's that I'm very optimistic. It's going to go up in value as the season goes along. And uh, that's the best part about prop swap. You just go to propswap.com to buy and sell real sports betting tickets. I, Rob was already getting some of the stats of the game. There's so many fun ones. Ruben Frank, longtime Eagles, a beat reporter had this gem. Nick Sirianni has as many road wins by at least 26 points as Doug Peterson had as an Eagles head coach. So again, to win on the road and, and Doug had some pretty good years here. I mean, he, God, he won the super bowl had, uh, you know, got to the playoffs three years in a row. It, it's tough to go on the road and win by 26 points. Last time they won by any margin that big was the uh, 2017 NFC championship game. And uh, you can say Atlanta sucks, but this is a good sign for the Eagles all around 
Justin, any uh, stats or nuggets you picked up from the uh, awesome win? Yeah, this is one where, I mean, I've been talking about Gannon quite a bit and our defense and just being concerned about not being able to stop teams on third down. And if you look into the stats, I mean, we, we held Falcons to only three down, uh, th- only three third down conversions. They were three for 14 on third down. Uh, I find that really impressive given our team, the fact that, you know, Gannon's coming in, um, leading that defense right now. And these guys have been able to, you know, uh, come together after the preseason and played one hell of a game. Uh, you would have liked to have seen turnovers, as you pointed out previously, I think, Sean. But, um, you know, if we can hold teams, you know, at this rate, it'd be amazing. But I love it. Yeah, I mean, certainly the six points is a bit of an outlier. But the var- margin of victory, I mean, you go back and you look at teams that get to the playoffs, that m- win games in the playoffs, you you go back and look at their regular season, and and they they beat tight beat teams by a good margin, and you saw that in the 2017 run. We were you know the 49ers, the Cardinals, like we beat the crap out of some bad teams, which you got to do, especially if you're at home. But getting wins like this on the road is uh, just such an awesome sign. What about you, Rob? I know you got a bunch uh, of uh, nuggets I, and uh, stats here. I do, and I, I like that Justin's becoming our defensive guru here. Keep that up, Justin. Um, Cause I get so enamored by the offense here. Um, so I'm all in on the Hertz uh, stats and I've been looking at these a lot uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a few, but I'm going to start with my favorite one. So I answer the question The my favorite stat is Hertz was 27 of 35 for 77% passing yeah. uh, rating. We have heard so much from yeah. all these pundits that have made such a big to do about his 52% passing. And it's been the stupidest stat for such a long time. We we've talked about it, but that stat was the culmination of like four games and a quarter in a dysfunctional offense for a rookie QB who, by the way, a lot of rookie QBs have had similar, uh, you know, percentages, Josh Allen, uh, some other guys, you know, we talked about how Peyton Manning threw a million interceptions his first year. So um, it was really great to see him come out in a, in a coherent offense and throw for 77% and show that actually he could be accurate and he could hit that throws. I mean, really the only throw that I look at, and there might've been another one that, that he clearly didn't make a good throw on was that deeper throw to Ertz. Um, that was obviously underthrown. You'd like to see, I'm sure he'd like to get that back, hit him in stride a little bit. Um, we also got lucky that that one did hit the ground, but um but see that uh, that's yeah. mojo like stuff's it, exactly it, exactly so but I I just want to go through a couple other things with Hertz because I I I really think it shouldn't be understated how good of a, a start he had I mean one 264 yards passing 62 yards rushing three TDs 126.4 passer rating according to Pro Football Focus he was rated the second best QB of Week One with an 87.9 grade only behind Tom Brady with a 92%, uh, 92.0 grade. Awesome. So great start there. Um, since 1950 Hertz is the only player to have 1100 pass and 250 rush yards in his first five starts. Good little nugget there. And then we got another one, Sean, I think you might've sent this to the thread um, in three Hertz has three games with 250 yards 60 rushing yards, only six players have more in their career. And he has that in, in three games there. So yeah, he, he, 
and you look at that list and it's really good players, you know, Steve Young's that kind of, that kind of thing, like legit dual threat quarterbacks that were in the league for a long time. Yeah, exactly. And one thing I just want to touch upon before we move on and, and this isn't a stat, but I, I, I felt like he ran for 60, you know, whatever it was, 62 yards, but it didn't feel like he was forcing the run. It, it really did seem like he was looking to pass first, which is what you want to see. He was elusive in, in the uh, pocket, only got sacked one time, but he was running either on a design run, an option, or when it really was a good decision to run. So I was really happy to see that he wasn't panicking and just taking off because because he was panicking, he was running deliberately. And I think it really benefited the team. Yeah, hundred percent agree. And coming back to your completion percentage stat and how it was so misleading. If you watch those games, like the guy looked good throwing the football. He, his career completion percentage went up from 52% to 57% just off that game, kind of highlighting what a, uh, what a small sample size that was and why it was comically overrated. What about the rest of the NFC East? We are currently atop the NFC East one and Oh, Justin, any thoughts on the, uh, the rest of this crappy division? <laughs> uh, well, Daniel Jones is still Daniel Jones. I guess you could say uh, I, the only team, I mean, well, Fitzpatrick is out now. It seems like what, six to eight weeks with that hip injury. At least. So I'm not too concerned about Heineke. Um, giants are the giants. Like I just pointed out the only team of concern at the moment now is the Cowboys. And, um, I think the Cowboys look decent. Obviously they passed the eye test against Tampa Bay. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe we're overrating them at the moment simply because they played Tampa Bay. Uh, but regardless of the Cowboys, I, I like what we have going on right now. Yes. We beat a bad Atlanta team. I think as the season prolongs, you're going to see that Atlanta is a pretty bad team overall. Uh, But that said, you got to beat every team that you face. And I think this was a perfect opener for us to see kind of what we have under the hood Um, and for these guys to get, you know, a little taste of a regular season game. And by all accounts, it seemed like they they passed uh, with flying colors. There were a few concerns, you know, the penalties, as uh, I think we pointed out a little bit previously. And I would say stopping the run seemed to be... um, a little bit of an issue to start the game. Luckily we got ahead and then they had to start throwing the ball on the regular, but uh, Cordell Patterson averaged about seven yards of carry um, over seven rushes there. And um, the short yardage situations, you know, we were over two on fourth downs. We put Gainwell in. I did see earlier that, you know, maybe if he had ran left, he would have been able to, to get the first down. But I think if you're going to, do a fourth down run. You got to put Miles Sanders in. Yeah, you know he's our guy. He only had 15 carries last game. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more of him, but I mean we didn't really need him necessarily. Um, and then the other just one concern that I had uh, with this was just Hertz needs to slide a little bit more. You know he's going for an extra one two yards and just doesn't seem to be happening. Um, so why why not just slide? Yeah, no, hit on a ton of stuff there. I, I guess for me, my concerns, again, offensive line penalties, biggest concern and just how exposed that defense looked, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty solid overall. And and why wouldn't we be after that nice road win as far as the rest of the NFC East, uh, I, 
again, the, the Giants are who we thought they were. I, I said Fitzpatrick wouldn't be able to finish the season. And the, the Cowboys are very one dimensional. I, I think you're going to have to have some sort of defense to be able to hang in the division. I uh, forget who sent it, but the uh, <laughs> the video of Micah Parsons running the complete wrong direction kind of just highlights the number of issues on that Cowboys defense. Rob, what about you? What do you, what do you take away from the NFC East? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I don't, I, I, I didn't see either the giants or the uh, Washington game. I was, I had other games on, but I mean, I think like you guys said with Fitz, with, with Fitzpatrick going out, I just don't see the, 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 the football team as a threat. Um, I don't see where that's going. Uh, the giants, likewise, I just, I don't believe in Daniel Jones. Um, I'm not convinced Joe judge and, and certainly not convinced Jason Garrett is, is leading them anywhere. So I think it really comes down to us and uh, the Cowboys and look, the Cowboys look good. Their offense is potent. I'm not going to tell anyone otherwise uh, Dak looked much better than I would have anticipated uh, his first game coming back from the injury, uh, the shoulder issue. I mean, he, he did play well, um, but at the end of the day, I still think Mike McCarthy holds that team back. He'll continue to hold that team back. And that defense is going to be a big problem down the stretch, um, whether it's enough to win the division, maybe, um, maybe not. Um, but I, I don't know how far they're going to be able to ultimately go with that defense. It, it's just too big of a liability. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page there. All right. We're going to debut a new segment called uh, Rob, the realist. Cause Rob had to bring in some uh, real heat last year when we were struggling before we do that. Want to shout out Picks Wise? That's right, Picks Wise, number one app for sports betting picks, helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport loaded with the best bets, props, and parlays. You can find in depth analysis on every game, all for free. Found your pick, search the latest sportsbook promotions, and sign up an account, compare the odds, and of course, place your bet. Download the free Picks Wise app now to make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling, gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler and uh, prize picks as well. We're going to be giving out a prize picks uh, lineup on the next episode when we preview the 49ers game, some over unders for the Eagles players. I, I can't imagine any of the Eagles players didn't hit their overs. I mean, maybe if you found a, a Quez Watkins uh, who started out, he had three catches right in a row. I thought it was a genius for my Quez Watkins three thousand dollar DFS play. He eventually kind of just got worked out of the uh, game plan. Be interesting to see if the um, if you get an explanation on that. But tons of fun on Prize Picks, and just go to PrizePicks.com promo code SGP get up to a uh, hundred dollar instant deposit match, hundred percent there. Okay, Rob. Be real with us. Are we, are we, uh, are we hyping this win up too much? What's going on? Yeah. Thanks. So, you know, I told everyone in the off season, I was optimist, Rob, I was, uh, I was all in, I was a believer. And once the season hit, I'd become a realist Rob uh, as I was last year, but I got to tell you, this is the absolute worst week of the year to debut realist Rob, because there's not too much to really criticize here, but I am going to just step it back and say, look, it was the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, if there was any doubt one, let's remember they had a higher pick in the draft than us. So they were a worse team last year coming in. Uh, and I think it showed. And, and I think um, the, the worst thing, my biggest fear for the team at this point is that 
they let this win go to their head and and have a letdown net w- next week against the 49ers. And 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 by letdown, I'm I don't necessarily even mean not winning the game. I think we can compete with the 49ers. They had some injuries in their secondary. Uh their running back uh now is out as well. But I don't want to see them lay an egg and and just think like, okay, we got it now. That you know, I think Jalen Hurts clearly has the right mentality. He needs to keep with that. But let's just remember Atlanta was a bad team. Matt Ryan's clearly passed his prime. If you get any kind of pressure on him, I mean that intentional grounding, he basically just folded and was like, I'm going to fumble. I'll just chuck it into the ground. So I, I, I personally think, and this is for another episode and we're not a Falcons podcast, but I think they made a huge error in not trying to draft a QB uh, and, and taking pits instead. I think they're in a clear rebuild and should have just gone with the QB. So my, my realist Rob take of the week is let's take a step back. Let's, you know, we've been hyped now for a day, but let's get back to work. Let's keep the expectations real and let's keep working. And I think we've heard it. I'm not saying the team's doing otherwise, especially Jalen hurts. You know, he prides himself on not getting too high, not getting too low. You heard Sirianni today in his press conference with the dog mentality. Um, but, but that's my realist take for the week, but I am going to just give you a little slimmer of the optimist Rob who's, who is still remaining around here. I mean, we touched upon the screen game was back and it worked. Uh, there's a few things that just really gave me optimism and, and the cohesion of the offense. I mean, I just felt like you saw wide receivers getting open. And, and the one last thing I want to touch upon that, that I was optimistic about was that Rager touchdown. I know I didn't pick it as, as my play, but he looked fast for maybe one of the first times. I mean, when he, when we drafted him, we supposedly picked him because he was the speed guy. Yep. And I just last year never really saw it at times. He didn't look that quick. I don't know if he balked up too much, but I thought he looked explosive and quick on that touchdown. So that's my optimist take. Um, you know, maybe we'll call this realist Rob slash optimist Rob, depending on the week. But uh, I, I don't want to be too much of a downer after that huge week one win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to be. And and after that touchdown, I think. Um, I, or one of those touchdowns, there's a shot on Reddit with uh, Mylana picking up. I, I think it was either Devonta Smith or uh, Jalen Rager. Again, we had so many touchdowns, I'm confusing them, but he picked them up and said a uh, shot of Jordan Mylana picking up his uh, kid uh, after school. And and the size is, is insane. Just- and, and Sean, not to mention the block that he had on the Rager uh, touchdown. I mean, he absolutely crushed a guy uh, to, to, to help spring Rager free there. It was beautifully drawn up. And maybe that if I was tagging on to the realist, maybe there's some scheme stuff that they're going to be able to figure out. And and really I think it will come down to Sirianni being able to adjust to people adjusting uh, to him, something that Chip Kelly could never seem to figure out. Justin, you were the one who was guarding your heart a little bit when it came to Justin Hurts, not letting him open, you know, totally go all in, totally, you know, seal the deal for Justin Hurts. Are you, have you, are, have you opened up, uh, Justin? Oh, for Jalen? Um, it's, you Sorry. know, I'm opening up, but I mean, it was against Atlanta. So, I mean, if I, if I had to say, you know, give him a scale, I would have said, you know, he, he got a seven out of 10 right now. I think he played amazing, but it was against Atlanta. I'm still there. I'm hopeful. I love the win against, you know, and he played great. I mean, we talked about a 70 over 75% completion rate. 
Um, Rob pointed out actually, you know, the fact that he had a sneaky 62 rushing yards and I do, I love that. Uh, he's a throw first guy, but you know, we, nobody's really been talking about the fact that he was able to get those 62 rushing yards, um, in just such a sneaky manner. And, um, he was averaging, I think he ran six times. So he was averaging, I think about nine yards a clip, uh, maybe seven times, which was great overall. Um, you, Rob pointed out my lotto though, too, and that big contract, uh, he just signed, which is great. I love what, how he's doing with that. The fact that we're able to lock him up for four more seasons at what seems to be a great rate. I think he's like, uh, made the 10th highest paid left tackle. Now it could be, or in the ballpark of that, which is awesome. And that's for four years to come. Um, and he looked good overall. I mean, he blew up a couple people. Uh, and as Rob mentioned in that regular touchdown is pretty awesome. Third, third highest graded pass blocker in week one, by the way, behind uh, our Sega white side. <laughs> he was rush. He was running blocker. <laughs> that was still, that was still funny. Well, and, and again, it's victory Monday. It's so cool to just go online and watch the highlights and, and go through and, and ch- and read through all the cool stats and see all the cool videos. There's so many out there that have been really fun. This one, cause I was at the sports book. I, I missed it until today. Uh, there was Pam Oliver was interviewing. Uh, I just keep wanting to call him Justin Hurts because I'm looking at Justin, but uh, Pam Oliver interviewing <laughs> Jalen Hurts and the all the Eagles fans that went down for the game were chanting Jalen, Jalen, and he's just uh, you know giving his speech of like rents due every day. We got to pay rent. Yeah, you know it was good, but it's just one game. Blah blah blah, and it's, it was just awesome. And you see people, you could just see from the behind the scene videos. That that clearly these other guys really respect uh, Jalen Hurts and Brian Rosillo had a good nugget when he was talking to uh, Nick Saban. He, he said to him, "Hey, when it's down to two guys, who is the guy you go with when it comes to picking a quarterback for for Alabama?" And he said, uh, "The last kind of deciding factor is whether or not they can carry the locker." Which again, kind of ironic that uh, I'm using this as a point uh, for Jalen Hurts, a guy who bench Jalen hurts in the national championship game. But I, I think the guy does have the uh, players respect and the fans chanting his name at the Falcon stadium was pretty awesome. And the schedule kind of sets up well here. I love the fact that we get the big road win. maybe we're smelling ourselves, but we come back home for the opening up of the link. Haven't been fans in there since 2019 or, you know, full capacity. So I think that's going to help overpower any sort of let down moment. Justin, what about you? Uh, any sort of video uh, like thing on online or just anything that you're really enjoying here on a victory Monday? Oh, I mean, I, uh, I like the Kelsey one of them drinking the beer with the fan, but I think the, that the one that really, I got some enjoyment on was definitely a uh, Devante in the locker room, just dancing. I mean, I, you know, you could feel it. You loved it. Um, that was a solid one. Um, and then you know, uh, I don't want to take them all out there, but Sirianni obviously was one, but, uh, I'll, I'll say Devante in this case, dancing. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to see him on the team. I'm happy. We were able to make what seems to be a great pick in the first round for once, how he seems to have hit it. Uh, we will see. Uh, I, I love what he's doing out there though. And I hope to, I hope to continue to see it. I think in that, in that one game, he probably had a better rookie year than JJ Arcega Whiteside. Unfortunately, like I'll I'll run first, <laughs> but I feel like it's pretty close. You mean Whiteside's touchdown uh, off of Sanders' fumble? What a season or two ago? 
That's not. I think that was last year, and we were like, I think it was. He was running down there and blocking. Maybe he's the next Riley Cooper, who supposedly hung around because Chip Kelly liked his blocking. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, he was there for that ball, the end zone, because he was blocking. No, right? no, I'm, I'm saying like I, he is a good receiving blocker, and I think that's, I think him starting the game was less about like uh, you know him being named the starter, more just like they saw something with Quez Watkins that they wanted to try out, or maybe they were doing something as far as like, Hey, you know, see how they're going to play these type of plays or whatever. I don't know. So JJ Arcego Whitesides rookie year, 10 catches, 169 yards for one touchdown. So, uh, <laughs> so he's, he's almost Devonta Smith is almost there in one game. Pretty awesome. And, and certainly refreshing Rob, what about you? What was one of your more favorite social moments? Yeah, so mine is, it was an in-game moment, and it was the handshake between Jalen Hurts and, and Nick Sirianni. I thought that was uh, really cool. I don't know if anyone picked up on it, but at one point they had a little uh, handshake together. Uh, oh, yeah. And Sirianni was asked about that after the game, and they said, "You know, where did where did that come from?" Or you know, something like that. And he said, "That's actually the handshake that I do with my son." And apparently, he has now adopted it with Jalen Hurts as well, which I thought is pretty cool. Um, gives you a little inside uh, glimpse as to the relationship that's forming between Hertz and Sirianni. Um, you know, I, I, I do think you're seeing that, you know, Sirianni really is forming connections with these guys. And I think that little handshake they had is just an example of it. I, I, I think we saw, we talked about, there were some reports out there. We don't know exactly what was said, but that he had one of the most unique uh, pregame speeches as well. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, moving, you know, I think Kelsey might've leaked out. He might've even touched upon his, uh, you know, first press conference. And now he had to bounce back from that and, and some other things. So uh, I just continue to be impressed with them. I'm not saying he's going to be perfect and, and, you know, I'm sure he's going to make mistakes, but uh, he's impressed so far and, and I'm excited to see what's to come. All right. We're going to touch on season long where we're at with the season and an early look to the Niners game coming up on Sunday. Before we do that, want to shout out Mint Mobile. Tired of getting ripped off by Big Wireless? Of course you are. Now, big Wireless are frauds. Unlike the Eagles, the Eagles are like Mint Mobile. They got that secret sauce, the mojo moments. Mint Mobile has it. They got rid of the retail stores. You don't need those. You don't need some guy out there spinning a sign or dressed up like a giant cell phone. Mint Mobile has you covered. No store, which means they can pass the savings on to you. They're offering premium premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. And we're talking legit uh, mobile service here limited talk and text high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5g network. Use your own phone with any mint mobile plan. You can keep the phone, your phone number, your contacts, very easy to switch. And again, if you switch and you don't like it, mint mobile, they got you covered with seven day money back guaranteed again, $15 a month. Are you kidding me? Get your new wireless plan for just $15 a month. Get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash sports SGP, mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month, mintmobile.com slash sports SGP. And of course, oddscrowd.com. That's right. They got their season long NFL contest, $10,000 up for grabs, weekly SGPN exclusive contest just for people who have the app, $100 there. They got a uh, $3,000 college uh, season long tournament as well, which I think I'm doing pretty well in again, uh, make sure you go to oddscrowd.com, get your picks in for a chance to win. 
and it's uh, or download the ads crowd app. It's uh, pretty easy to use. It, they have a social aspect as well. You can track your picks. You can do it all, including winning free cash, just making picks completely free. Just go to oddscrowd.com. So now that the Eagles are one and zero, we saw what Sirianni and the team could do on the road. For me, it, it's tracking. I had them going eleven and six. I had them winning the NFC East. Got some futures on Sirianni. Some futures on my boy Jalen Hurts. What about you, Justin? Does this uh, game change your expectations at all? Where are you where are you at? Man, the reason I feel like you guys were slightly below me, record wise. Uh, it does a little bit. I, I'm not gonna lie. I want to say I'm still where I, where I originally was, but man, I'm just trying not to not to get myself caught up in this one game and overreact. I I think though I was I was uh, happily I was really happy with what took place, and I think you know we're pointed in the right direction. I think though the true challenge though comes next week, as I said earlier. I think against San Francisco, um, if we if we are what I think we are, I think we're going to be a pretty evenly matched team with San Francisco. And I'd like to see what the outcome of that is before I really start to react to what type of team we have and what we're going to expect from the rest of the season with these guys. Uh, but so far, happily optimistic. I love what I saw. Um, Hertz really couldn't have played any better. And that was my biggest question mark going into this season, considering we hadn't seen a ton of him from preseason. And as Rob pointed out earlier, you know, Sirianni coached a hell of a game. Um, it didn't seem like too difficult of a game to coach, but he he did what he needed to do with those guys. He got them motivated. He got them up for the challenge. And then Gannon as well. I mean, it seemed like he made whatever adjustments needed to be made in order for that defense to keep up what they had been doing. Rob, what about you? Are you, are you, are you sky high? Are you adjusted? I know realist Rob was in the segment before, but what do you, are you, are you adjusting your number? I think you had them at what? Nine and eight. Yeah, nine and eight, and and I'm optimistic, but no, I'm not going to adjust the number just yet. I mean, look, we have a tough stretch of games coming up here. Uh, there, I think the earlier part of the season's tougher than the latter for us. So let's see how it plays out. Certainly, we're trending in the right direction. It certainly answered a lot of the unknowns, like Justin said. At, you know, we didn't see anything in preseason, so we really didn't know what to to expect. We didn't know what to expect from the offense, the play calling. Certainly, those this game went a long way to answering some of those. I think, you know, uh, the penalties clearly were a problem, but I'm not overly worried about the penalties. I do think if there's anything, the preseason probably hurt. I think it probably did contribute to those penalties playing with each other hurts his cadence in a hostile environment, if you can call it hostile, but at least in an opposing environment, but you have to believe given that our offensive line is, is largely or almost all veterans, except my, my Lada, uh, that they'll clean that up. So I'm not too worried about that going forward. So I'm optimistic, but I'm not going to all of a sudden drastically adjust my expectations for the season. This season remains about what do we have in jail and hurts after one game. He has certainly done a great job uh, in, in trending toward answering that he can be a franchise quarterback. Yeah. I'm not changing. Cause I thought they were awesome. Let's go baby. What about the Niners? Everyone, uh, right now, the early line over at WinBet is the Niners are three and a half point road favorites. Nobody respecting the return to Lincoln Financial here. We'll save. We'll save. Obviously, the bulk of the preview will be uh, will be later on in the week. 
But Rob, what, what's one big thing you're thinking about for this 49ers game? I think it could be a shootout. I, I think you saw the Niners this week. They scored a lot of points. I saw, I didn't see all the game, but I saw Trey Lance had a touchdown uh, pass. Um, so I think this could be a game where the Eagles are going to have to score again to keep up with them. You know, the, the Niners traditionally have been about defense, but I, I, I'm not convinced the defense is as good as in prior years. They just lost one of their cornerbacks to the IR. Uh, they did lose Mostert as well, which, uh, you know, is a blow to them. So I, I think it's a game where we're going to have to come in there and, and rely on the offense to put some points up. Yeah, that's interesting. You mentioned it. Uh, Win and other places open the total at 45 and a half and it's all the way up to 50, uh, 50 for the total. So I think people are like you, Rob, they're expecting possibly a, a high scoring game. It'll be interesting because everyone was kind of talking the Eagles down of, Oh, it's just the Falcons. Don't really hear a lot of that about the uh, 49ers. It was just, wow. Hey, Jimmy G look what they did. Meanwhile, golf almost pulled a uh, win out there. So we'll see. We'll see come Sunday. But Justin, where are you at? Uh, one big uh, thought here on the Niners as we as we prepare for uh, Niners Week. I think the key thing for us is just to you know I think it's going to be a little bit of a battle in the trenches here. I mean they have um, top ten ranking offensive line and defensive line. As you know, we have great offensive and defensive lines as well. I mean, so um, it'll be interesting to see what takes place. We just played you know a really young inexperienced offensive line in Atlanta. And to start the game, we got pushed around a little bit on the run. So I'm going to be um, looking to see, you know, what, um, uh, what they have cooked up for us there um, and to see uh, how they game plan and scheme against us, especially on our defensive line. Yeah, no, that's, that's the big thing I'm thinking on this week as we dive into prep for a uh, 49ers week is can we slow down their running game? Cause that kind of is, is the key to their whole thing. They got this, the Shanahan zone blocking scheme. Most are being out, I, I think is big, but they're really plugging mm-hmm. play at the running back position there. Although it was weird. Trey sermon, who I was high on fantasy, like kind of as a deep sleeper, he was a healthy scratch. Brandon Ayuk was a healthy scratch. So maybe there's a chemistry issue out there in, uh, in the Bay area. We'll see a lot to get to as the week goes on and uh, make sure you check out the preview podcast against the 49ers, but more importantly, make sure you subscribe to the diehard Eagles podcast, wherever you get your uh, podcast, leave us a five-star rating and review bonus points, SGP hat for anyone who leaves a rating on the uh, rating and review on the Apple podcast for the diehard Eagles podcast that mentions uh, the Cowboys and how much they suck in their review free SGP hat. So <laughs> your chance to win some SGP merch there for the diehard Eagles podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green for Rob for Justin go birds. Go birds. Go birds.